He's telling you, son, I've made you more than this. Stand up. Why? Because you see, Abraham's seed was to be blessed and a blessing to the generations of the earth. All right. We're going to take everything that the Lord gave to us. I want to suggest something to some of you. I shared with just a few of our brethren on this. The program that we attended is like the programs that we have attended. Okay? Every impartation that you will ever receive is not a physical one. How many of you here at the program, Reverend Ray, gave you a business? Can you raise your hand? This. How many of you here, um, Reverend Ray or Pastor Ambrose, gave you five cars? Just raise your hand. Let me see. Nobody. How many of you here, he gave you a house? He gave you a house. Nobody. Every impartation that you received was into your spirit. So you cannot see it. So I gave this example. I said, if Brother Mechie, I said to you, I'm sending you a million dollars. Let's say I could send it via e-transfer. I said, give me your email. I wire it to you. Do you look like you've received a million dollars? Imagine you were in loungewear. The only notification you got are you getting me? It's either on your phone or in your email. The, this you that was sitting down in that loungewear, in your lounge, nothing has changed. But something has changed. Where are you going to look? It's in your account. And the fact that you received a million dollars doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Until you begin to transact. And you cannot transact by saying to Sisoni, Man, do you know I have a million dollars? Right? No transaction. You can tell your wife, Pastor sent me a million dollars. No transaction. In fact, you can go to your workplace and tell everybody, I have a million dollars. No transaction. Praise God. Everything you received was in your spirit. So, where is the ATM card? If you go for another program, Again, it will be that same account 
that everything will be placed inside. It will keep being loaded. If you go for IPPC, it will be put into that same account. You, do you know how much you have in your account? You've attended meetings here. There was impartation. Where did it go? You see, because the way it's been designed, that is the only place that can receive the thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's in your account. You don't look like it. But look at this. Imagine you are a well. A well is built for what? Water. The water is down in the well. You, you build that structure around the mouth of the well so that you can put certain equipment that will help you take a bucket down into the well. Now look at this. He said, with joy will you draw out from the wells of salvation. Everything that God will ever give you is in that well, is in that account. Sometimes people wonder, why am I not experiencing the life that God said? <laughs> if you take down that bucket and it goes midway, it does not hit water, you pull it out, you will get nothing. No water in the bucket. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you want water, you're going to have to keep putting that thing that rope and bucket has to keep going until it hits water. Then you draw out. This is the challenge that a lot of people have and this is what I was sharing there at that program. The fact that you've received from the program doesn't mean anything yet but what you are going to do. Since it's in your spirit and there's a way to draw out, how will you draw out? A lot of people just want it to happen by itself for them you will draw out brothers and sisters you will have to draw out and it's not hard for you to draw out let down that bucket <laughs> and don't stop until it hit water are you hearing me don't stop until you hear that it is hit water that is what it means to be filled with the spirit When you hit water, you will know. For example, I was giving this example. I said, um, if I say, uh, money comes to me by free course. It didn't come from anywhere. It came from my mouth. Just like the mouth of a well. That you stand by the mouth of the well doesn't mean you have water. I said, the bucket must go down. It must hit water. Then you draw. And you draw however many buckets you want of that water that is inside. It's up to you. So after a program, after a meeting like this, <laughs> it's time to mantoskiva ribasaba likrosto levelikunsa leberikiasta likronsto milanta. What's happening? The bucket is going down. 
Don't don't make don't pretend to have hit water. I don't know if you get me. Because when you draw out, this is the mouth of the well. This is the mouth of the well that the water of life is supposed to come from. That impartation, the account, the load that you have received into your spirit is supposed to come out from here. There is no other way to bring it forth but from here. Unless you go to the account, you can't withdraw. This is the reason for a lot of Christians being in one place. They go from program to program, meet man of God to man of God, and they are wondering the next one will be the real one. No, every one of those, there was a deposit into your spirit, a deposit into your account. It's up to you. What will you do with it? I said, he said, with joy will you draw out from the wells of salvation, from the wells of salvation. If you will spend time, I said, a lot of times after a program, it's what you should take time aside. Why? Because you don't want to be one of those that, that attend. Oh, I was there. I was there. They are in the pictures. But you look into their life, you don't see the result. Why? Because too many have not understood. So, so, for example, someone came to me. Very interesting. Huh? Look, look at this question. He said to me, there were two, two of them. They came to me and said, Pastor, how can I know the Holy Spirit the way you know the Holy Spirit? How does he know that I know the Holy Spirit? I only shared for 40 minutes or whatever. Are you getting me? When we say that sometimes people think we're kind of like bluffing or trying to make ourselves look. No. It's, listen. My only confidence is the scriptures. My confidence is the word of God. The Holy Spirit had to teach me what to do. He had to tell me what to do. And it, how did it come about? It was in times of prayer. He would tell me what to do to go further. Sometimes I'll try it. It doesn't work. But I'm not moved. Too many play with their Christianity not knowing that it is the treasure. He said, for we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That means you look at us, it's like we are nothing. But on the inside is everything. Quit behaving like this. Listen, when you have a situation, don't look for men's results. Don't look for how man sorts out an issue. When you have a challenge, the problem you haven't dealt with is withdrawing from the account. That is what you haven't learned. And it's better you learn it now. Thank God for the challenge because it's an opportunity to produce a result by faith. Because if you don't learn it, what about when the things of men fail, which it will? What will you do? Someone has a job. He needs more money. So then he picks two jobs. Now he's doing three jobs. And in his mind, he thinks it means he's hardworking. Oh, if you know how God thinks, listen, struggle is for the first Adam, not for you. Struggle is a curse. Don't make it a blessing. 
If you don't know what to do, you know, you will follow men and think you've got it right. And men clap for you that, hey, you are sensible now. Let, listen, don't seek the honor of men. Don't let men tell you that you are being wise. Seek the honor of God. Let the Holy Spirit cheer you on your inside and say, son, you see, you did it. Can I show you something? The things that I share with you, if you take them. This year, this year, this year, we will give in the millions. We will give in the millions, I'm telling you. Not because we have studied somewhere. No, not because I'm going to stand here and prophesy it and go to sleep. Okay, where did the rains come from that Elijah prophesied? Where did the rain come from? It came from the belly of Elijah. If not, if it didn't come from Elijah, why did he go and pray? Asking questions. What do you see? What do you see? What do, it means he was manufacturing something. He, he prophesied and went to produce the result. Do you realize that? He told the man that he hears an, a sound of an abundance of rain. Not one drop. Where did he go to? He went onto the mountain and began to pray. Some of us prophesy and then we go and sleep. Then we're wondering. Because you don't understand the tenets. You don't understand the principles. I taught you about the wilderness life last, was it last week? Last week. Okay. I know some of you are just mentioning last week whether it's like Lotto, it falls in, it falls in. <laughs> There's a time in your life where you live by miracles. That is the wilderness time. Are you hearing me? You live by miracles. We're always hoping for a miracle. Glory to God, Mike. You're, you're calling for the miracle from God. <laughs> I want to read a scripture to you. Go to Joshua chapter 5 and verse 12. Give it to me in the message translation. Please everyone look up. Let's read it together. One to go. Let's read it together. One to go. Pause. Did you hear that? Read it one more time. One to go. No more what? Okay. What is manna? It is exactly that. What is this? This is what God fed them in the wilderness. It was a miraculous food. Go to Psalm 78 verse 15. Hmm? 12. Have I given you the right scripture? Let's see. Glory to God. Twenty-four, verse twenty-four. And had rained down manna upon them to eat. God rained down manna. Are you getting this? This is what you call a miracle. They didn't have food, but the Lord God 
rain down manna for them to eat. And had given them of the corn of heaven. He calls it the corn of... This is beautiful. No, he's not playing. He gave them of the corn of heaven. Look, man did eat angels' food. Did you know manna was angels' food? Did you know that? This was angels' food. They said it tasted like honey. They used it for different things. They baked bread with it. They barbecued with it. What a mysterious food. <laughs> the Bible actually says that. They made it into different things. It was angels' food. My God, what a miracle. You didn't know it was angels' food, right? It was angels' food. I didn't write it. And it's King James, so you don't say it's the new modern... He sent them meat to their food. Now here he doesn't mean meat. He means food. Alright, that's the old King James way of saying food. Then he comes to the meat. He caused an east wind to blow in the heaven. And by his power he brought in the south wind. He rained flesh also upon them as dust. You remember this? The quails. And feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. So they are in the wilderness and they receive miracles. <laughs> Praise God. Are you, are you getting this? He rained meat. Oh my God. Why? Because they were in the wilderness. I said the wilderness stage is when you're a child in the gospel. It's the babyhood stage and so he gives you. Now remember, and so I told you last week that as a child, whatever he gives you, you will have to take. Remember, so they had to eat manna, as nice as it was. Angels' food. For 40 years, they ate it. Imagine, for some of them, all they ever knew, <laughs> they didn't know life without manna. And look at this. Look at how the manna would... Oh yeah, They would wake up in the morning and there's manna. The miraculous provision of God. They didn't, these kids didn't know a, a life without food. They didn't know it. They woke up to food. They were playing with food. It was always there. They woke up to the miraculous provision of God. Now, you see, I told you that when you are a child in this thing, you have to what? Stick with what you get. By the time that little boy begins to ask for certain things. The parents will start getting upset. That's what happened. After they had eaten manna for a long time, they began to demand. Complaining. That's what children do. They complained. Meat! What kind of life is this? I'm 40 years. I've never eaten meat in my life. <laughs> Can you imagine that? By force, I don't know whether to call it vegans. They were angels by force. <laughs> no meat. <laughs> they only use meat for sacrifices. So look, but don't touch. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now imagine what life it was. They complained and the Lord still miraculously gave them this food. Go back there to... Um, Joshua 5, 12. Thank you. And then 
no more manna. The manna stopped. As soon as they started eating food grown in the land, there was no more manna for the people of Israel. That year they ate from the crops of Canaan. Miracles, living by miracles, stopped as soon as they got into the land. God said, now you will work supernatural principles. I'm not feeding you any manna. Now, you will sow and you will reap. Because he did say in Genesis that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. So in the same way, Jesus comes and he gives them bread. He multiplies bread for them. He is everything for them. He shows up when they need him. Whatever they need, he feeds them. In fact, he said, healing is the... Tell me which Corinthian church received Jesus or Paul multiplying bread for them. No, to the Corinthian church, he said... He that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall also reap. There is a graduation. Yes. He said, when I came unto you, remember that's the first scripture I read two weeks ago. He said, I couldn't speak unto you as unto carnal, but even as unto babes in Christ. For you couldn't handle some things listen brothers and sisters it's time to handle some things don't look out for miracles anymore he said for in that day I will give you the keys of the kingdom and he wasn't talking about the authority of the kingdom he was talking of how the kingdom works the keys of the kingdom because in this age you don't turn to God you stare up yourself from within. God is inside you now. This was the whole idea of God. Not making men helpless. Not leaving men as orphans. He gave you the Holy Spirit before you could ever ask a question. And the Holy Spirit is the answer for every question. What you do with his ministry is up to you. God is not trying to make a miracle happen for you close your mind no I know for sure not this church because of the level of message that has come to you no I'm sorry I have matured you by force so if you are waiting for manna you will wait it won't show it has stopped this is the dispensation of the Holy Spirit this is the dispensation of the church you cannot wait for manna you cannot wait for quails they will not fall he said from that day it ceased. What did Jesus tell them about the parable of the sower? When they asked him about it. That how come you tell them in parables and stories about the kingdom? He said because it's given unto you to know the mysteries. You, you are the one who knows the inner workings. There is a way to work the kingdom. Stop looking for miracles. You are not a child anymore. They that are led by the spirit are the sons of God. 
the heels of God, not the children of God, but the sons of God. We are the sons of God. And it is the sons, not the children, that the whole world is waiting for. He said the earnest expectation of the creature awaits the manifestation, not of the children of God, but of the sons of God, the heothasia, those that have come into a certain maturity and knowledge of who they are in Christ. You're waiting for a miracle. You're waiting in vain. If God says the manna has stopped, no crying will bring the manna. If God said the quails have stopped falling, no crying will bring the quails. So then you look, what are you to do? He said they began to eat. And you know what God did for them? He took them to a good land. He took them to a good land. Where the produce are for, for giants. Oh, come on. This is the land he has brought you to. He was saying as soon as you get into Christ, the manna stops. Not in Christ, in this promised land. You will not need manna. The ground is blessed. The soil is blessed. Everything you plant, you will get it back. This is why you've got to know what are the mysteries of the kingdom. This thing that I've come into. Oh, Holy Spirit, teach me. What am I supposed to know? Stop wondering what God can do for you and begin to do. Begin to do. He calls us to be doers of the word. He called us to glory and virtue. If your life is not showing up as glory, don't think it's God's fault. Don't think it's your pastor's fault. No, begin from you. Say it's my fault. Because the moment you say it's my fault, it means you can change it. You are in the position to change it now. You are facing a challenge. You are eating like everybody else is. You are sleeping like everybody else is. Yet the solution, God said the solution is inside you. I will show you some of those principles that he taught them in that promised land. Oh, there's a way, there's a way to live in this promised land. It's a great land. He called it Beulah land, the beautiful land. He called it the pleasant land. That's what God called it. He said, it's a land I love myself. He was prophesying. He was talking about Christ. Just like he said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He was talking about this land. He looks at it and he said, I love this land. This is my land. And I'm inside. I'm inside. Ah, I'm inside the land. I don't have need of anything. He said something. He said, this land that I'm taking you into. He said, there's no need for anybody to be poor. He, do you know he actually said that? He said, there should not be any poor. But he said, if there is, I refuse to be if there is. How can he say that? God, in, I'm telling you in the same chapter, he said, in the land that I'm taking you into, there should not be any poor. Find that scripture for me quickly, please. There should not be any poor. Then you read further down. He said, but if there is, don't let your heart be hard against them. Why does he say that? Because he knows there will be those that will not listen. Do you have it? There should not be any poor. I refuse to be poor. So if God said there should not be any poor, there should not be any sick in this land, then you, you are getting sick. You are getting poor. Then you say, it's, it's my lot. No, the lines fell onto us in a pleasant place. We have gotten a goodly heritage. 
He gave us his best. There is no greater land. Don't let anybody lie to you. There's no greater land than the land of the Jews. I'm telling you, that's why there's been so much fight. Do you know how much fight there's been over that land? They have fought for years. It used to be called Jebus. You have it? Give it to me in a, in a better construction. Maybe the NIV. How, can you read this please? One to go. For what? He's telling you the reason why there shouldn't be poor people. This is interesting. However, there need be no poor people among you. For in that land the Lord your God is given you to possess as your inheritance. He will richly bless you. I am richly blessed. It is not a lie. I cannot lie. I cannot lie. The fact that you've experienced a sudden thing in life doesn't mean that's how it's supposed to be. Get your life working on the truth. Change your experience. Experiences can be changed anytime. Refuse to accept what you don't want. In this land, he has prepared everything for us. This is the new Eden. Everything is already taken care of. There's no struggle. If there's struggle, it's because you're not paying attention. Maybe you are being stubborn. You are hearing, but you're not listening. That's what he said. When you read um, in Matthew chapter 13, you go down. He says, seeing, they see, but they do not perceive. They hear, but they do not understand. He said, this one's heart has waxed gross. Do you know what it means? It means um, like, <laughs> um, oh, who read the Rhapsody today? Who? You read the Rhapsody? What was the title? Anyone give me the title? Alive to what? He's saying they were dead. To spiritual realities you are alive to spiritual realities you see so when he's talking to you about spiritual things you are able to connect with it these ones would hear him say and they would not so now if you allow the flesh to become thicker than your spirit it becomes difficult for you to move in the spirit when you operate in everything in the flesh Every solution you have is in the flesh. Let me tell you something. I would rather go hungry huh, than to miss the opportunity of faith. I'd rather grow, go hungry. Some have never learned to put their faith to work. It's time to put your faith to work. Go back to 78 from verse 24. And had rained down manna upon them to eat and had given them of the corn of heaven. Man did eat angels food. He sent them meat to the full. He caused an east wind. Go to the next verse. He rained flesh also upon them as dust and feathered fowls like at the sea of the, as the sea 
sorry, as the standard of the sea. And he let it fall in the midst of their camp, round about their habitations. So they did eat. And they were filled. And he gave them their own desire. That's another thing. He gave them what? You change things when you come into Christ. You lose your desires. And begin to take his desire. And you know the thing about it? Every creature, everything on earth is attracted to the man whose desire is God. If your desire is God, all other things will follow after you. This is what we're teaching. This is the scripture. Your solution is not in man. Your solution is God in you. He's inside you. He didn't come to live in you for nothing. Say to your neighbor, stop looking for manna. It has stopped. If you are still getting miracles, no, because you, are, you know what you are saying to God? You know what you are saying to God, right? That prayer you were planned to pray tonight, I have squashed it. You move from that prayer to producing the miracle. God is not producing miracles. You are the miracle worker now. That miracle that you are looking for, he's not giving. You know, you get to a point. He's telling you, son, I've made you more than this. Stand up. Why? Because you see, Abraham's seed was to be blessed and a blessing to the generations of the earth. So if you are a babe, how will you help? He wants people to help him. He wants people to help him. He's not looking to raise babes. The Lord is raising generals. He's raising an army. Not babes. If you're a babe, how will you raise a people? Unto God. No, that's why he has made me a rock on the inside. No, I'm a rock on the inside. <laughs> you touch me, I'm very soft. I look like I've never worked in my life. That's how it's supposed to be. But on the, on the inside, I'm a rock. How did I become a rock? I swallowed rocks. <laughs> and that rock is Christ. He has made me strong. Said he has made me strong. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You are not telling God, Lord, Lord, please show up in this matter. No, we are the ones telling the Lord, Lord, please just hold on. Lord, hold on. <laughs> Lord, just hold on. Let's take care of this matter, Lord. Just hold on. <laughs> David, David's men, they got to a place of their training with David where they said, David, please don't go out to battle anymore. I'm looking for my children who will tell me that. Don't, don't go out to battle anymore. Because you are the eye 
you are the light of Israel. Said, no, we'll go and take care of the matter. And they went about killing giants. David only killed one giant. His sons killed so many giants. That's what we are doing as pastor's kids. No, we believe the word. That it is the truth of God. We're going to put everything. We're going to stake our lives on it. No, we're not going to put one leg in and say, hey, 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 do I have somewhere to stand? No, two legs at one time. These are the days of men, not of boys. He said, quit ye like men. Are you hearing me? I hope you have heard me. No manner. Say that to your neighbor again. No manner. No quails. <laughs> Say out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of my belly. No, not out of pastor's belly. No, continue. Not out of pastor's belly. Out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. That is what the scripture said. John 7, 38. There's some of you, you have to take time aside. There's something you want to produce. You want to produce it in the midst of noise. No, you have to produce it alone. He said, when I called Abraham, I called him alone. And I multiplied him. There's something called alone. There's something called alone. Rather than take three jobs because you don't have enough money. You know what you do? Go and, go and manufacture a job. <laughs> go, 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 go. Go and stay in that room. Lock yourself up and produce something. Don't come out until you do. It's enough of sissies. It's enough. It's time to produce results. Listen, Christianity is a real thing. If you don't believe in it, go become a Muslim. It's either this thing works or it doesn't. Why take up something that does not work? Become a Buddhist. But I have found that the name of Jesus, when I use it, it's like Jesus is standing there. No, there can't be a no. There can't be a no. It is only when the Jesus is coming, when the Jesus has not reached water. You didn't get it? When the well, the bucket that I sent down has not reached water, I just let it down and brought it back up. And I said, Jesus, no power. But when I say it, you will hear it as the echoes of the Spirit. You will hear it as the current of the Holy Ghost. When I call that name, I call it from, you remember I used to tell you that I call it from a place. Laros, that's what I meant. I call it from the water. That water, that's where I call it from. If I call that name, you are at the camp when I call that name. Some might not have believed what was happening. But you are at the camp. When I call that name, that whole place scattered. How did it happen? We called it from the water. We called it from there. We knew we had water. Not that you don't have water. on the, But it's deep down. It's deep down. When you look outside, you can't see the water. All you see is the mouth of the whale. But in this whale... In this well, in this well, in this well is living water. In this well is the house that you are talking about. In this well is the money that you are talking about. In this well is the businesses that you are talking about. The health that you are talking about is in this well. 
Why don't a lot of Christians experience it? Because they do not know the dispensation they are in. They think they are still in the Old Testament. They think they are still there in the wilderness. No, you are not. You are in the promised land. In the promised land, what happens is you put principles to work. I said, next week I'll show you those principles. You better tell those who are in here to be here. Because when we finish this, when I close the book on this, and we move on to produce results. But I'm, I counsel some of you, go to the well. Are you hearing me? You don't like how things are going. Go to the well. The water is there. You don't even have to search for the water. It's there. He put it in you. There was no discussion with you. He put it in you. The well is inside. All you've got to do, drop something into this well. Not one experience in life that you have, that you don't like, that you have to continue with. No. You can say no more. It's not just by saying, standing there and saying no more. No. No more has to come from the water. Lift up your hands to him and worship him.